talk Woo! the whole before the talking is good. It is season two. Yes, coming sir. Coming at you real strong. Like we said, we're coming back with a vengeance. And yeah, here we are. We're your The vengeance is nigh. Listen, we're pulling a Kim Kardashian. We are about to break the internet. What? Just consider uh, the internet broken. It's just broken. We're going to put a <laughs> bottle of water on Cody's butt. Oh, my gosh. No. <laughs> not going to sprinkle it over the top. And it's going to be <laughs> fantastic. Uh, Breaking the internet here, people. I'm just in my mind. I'm picturing the memes being created right now. If like someone took my face and put it on Kim Kardashian. Well, here's the thing, body. dude. It's got to be your butt. Mine's not big enough. Oh. <laughs> so I, I've tried everything. Lunges and squats, and it's just not in the cards. So, you know, you got you got to play the hand you've been dealt. Okay. So, well, all that's right. That's where we're at. In Challenge life, guys. accepted. All right. <laughs> Look forward to that coming to a meme near you. Guys. Can we post that? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> well, oh gosh, I was about to get real weird with it. But I was gonna make a like something with a Bible, and we'll just okay. we'll make a communion. It'll be like a cracker flying over to like what? a communion cup or something. I, is this blasphemous? I feel like we're really on. Uh, and know. when I say we, I mean me because I'm the only one that's you're the one that's putting it all out there right now. Yeah, <laughs> we've had a break. It's been a week, uh, so I forgot the. <laughs> the the norms of the norms of the the the, <laughs> the protocol here <laughs> it's good stuff oh my it's gosh. my more relaxed position if you guys yeah, are not you're watching too relaxed yeah i'm leaning back in the chair just uh getting my vibe on today and so i guess i'm a little casual in the content which means it's gonna be racy up in here <laughs> no, he's loose cannon right now you never know what's I'm gonna a maverick <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, man. So, <laughs> what are we talking about today? I don't know. Well, you said something before the podcast, and you were just talking about uh, it's a new beginning. It's a new beginning. It is <laughs> it's the new beginning. It's a rebirth of the podcast. It's a rebirth. <laughs> All the body heads are coming out. Oh, you know, my it's gosh. A, so, it's a new beginning. Uh, I don't know. Maybe we can just talk about that. New beginnings. You know, I feel like sometimes we just we hold on to failures. We hold on to letdowns. We hold on to... Uh, dreams that we had in our heart that never came to pass. And it really struggles us and keeps us from moving forward onto new dreams and mm. new beginnings, if you will. Yeah. Uh, and so, I don't know, maybe there's just something there. I, I'm just in a very let it go let type it mood, go. like a frozen. <laughs> well, I mean, I think there's something, because I, I was even thinking about, you know, because we've been talking about, you know, doing a summer camp next year, mm. as you are well aware of, because you and I have been talking about it. But you <laughs> yeah. that aren't, haven't been in our conversations, been yeah. in the room with us. And, you know, we are potentially, hopefully, possibly doing it at the beach. I don't know. At this moment, That'd be really that, that's, cool. that's kind of the idea we're thinking about. We were talking about, thinking about, you know, <laughs> even having like baptisms in the pool there Ooh, or, or the ocean. The beach. That yeah. might be really cool. But I was thinking about it and I was like, mm. I've never baptized somebody. <laughs> I've, never, I've never got to do that so yeah. that'd be really cool and I was like there's something so cool about the symbolism of baptism you know because you're basically making like an outward commitment yeah. of like I'm I'm done with this yeah. way of living and I'm gonna get up and start a new way of living and I'm showing all I'm looking around like there's people like, I know. next to me uh, to our I'm live showing all of you you know that I've yeah, made yeah. this commitment yeah, yeah, yeah. and so like I don't know I just kind of feel like that's something that is very vital in a lot of ways like to do it often, you know yeah. what I mean? Not not necessarily get baptized often because that's just kind of like if you get baptized every time you go up there, people are like, "Is he actually mean it this time?" Right? <laughs> not not that we would actually think that, but, yeah. you know, but that's like the idea. But you know, I think it's it's good to take inventory mm. and analyze. Like, you know what? I have not been on fire like I need to be. Mm -hmm. I have not been as hungry as I mm. as I need, to, or I've been very hungry and I've not been taking care of the oh, hunger. You know too, what I mean? Yeah. And so, a, a new beginning is good. Yeah. You know, it's a, a way to rewrite the story and, Ooh, and start yeah. from the beginning mm. and, and start over, start fresh, start new. And 
be on fire for that newness. Yeah. You know what I mean? I really believe with all of my heart that God doesn't use perfect people, but he uses people who know how to move on. Mm. Yeah. Like David. Oh, yeah. You know I mean, what I mean? He Just royally screwed up. Royally screwed times. up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and there's all sorts of examples yeah. in the Bible. The Apostle Paul. Yeah. <laughs> you know what sure. I mean? I mean, literally had letters yep. to Peter. go out and kill Peter. Um, Samson, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, dude, Samson was like, at, we at Octane, like uh, months and years ago, I guess it feels mm-hmm. like now, but we were going through the book of Samson and, or not the book of Samson, the story of Samson. <laughs> and, uh, I was like, oh, I never really have read this Dove story. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, he's not a good dude. No. Like, like he did a lot of things that were like actually pretty awful. Like he yeah. did not really follow the Nazarene <laughs> no. conduct whatsoever, but God still used it. Yeah. It was crazy. And one thing I love about the story of Samson is it talks about like after because for all of you that may not know the biblical account of Samson, he wasn't supposed to cut his hair. That right. was one of the That's probably the only thing he actually held on to until the, he didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. until he didn't. <laughs> until he didn't, he got caught up in a relationship. Yeah, let's just talk about that for a minute. You know what I mean? The people uh, you're around, yeah, the people you're around, things. and he 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 was attracted to some little chica, you know, and she. Man, and let me just tell you that when when people are on an assignment to destroy your calling, they yeah. are on an assignment to destroy your calling. And I'm not saying that it was because she was a girl. It could be a girl or a guy. I'm just yeah. saying the devil's really good at putting people in our lives mm. that are sent to destroy our calling. And so we got to be very diligent about protecting who we let into our lives. And so Samson, you know the account. I mean, he laid with this chick three times. Mm-hmm. You know, what's that old expression? You fool me once, shame on me. You fool me twice. Whatever <laughs> well, what it was. was. Michael Scott's version of it. Like, fool me once, fool me twice. Throw it out. Get on. The uh, office comes in. But I feel like he should have learned. You know what I mean? Yeah. And let's talk about that for a minute, too. Like, you can, if you take a moment and step back, mm-hmm. you could tell that she had alternative motives, mm-hmm. motives because she would not respect his wishes. Right. So, like, let's talk to young people. If you have friends and they don't support you, in your desire to become a disciple of Jesus Christ, you need to step back and recognize mm. their motives and right. their their what they're doing. And it's it's very selfish of them. Yeah. But if you don't have people in your life, like if she really cared about Samson, the moment he said no, yeah. she should have been like, cool. Yeah. But she kept pushing, you know, mm-hmm. and like three separate times. And then finally he gave yeah. in because we're all weak. Yeah. <laughs> eventually, I mean, says, the squeaky you know? wheel gets the oil, you know, yeah. eventually it's going to break. And the Bible says the flesh is weak, but the spirit's willing. Mm. And so we got to protect the flesh mm-hmm. from moments of, of weakness. And he didn't do that. He was laying with her, you mm-hmm. know, so he's not protecting anything. It's very unprotected. <laughs> and anyways, <laughs> and so. Uh, You're lean back today. <laughs> lean back. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, uh, she, we know he, she cut his hair and, and he lost his strength. And then he repented mm-hmm. and said, Lord, give me strength one more time. But I love it. And I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, what do we call Summarizing. it? Summarizing. Yeah. And I'm, I, I think it says immediately his, his hair, hair started to grow. Yeah. yeah. And so that's just so cool about the forgiveness of God mm-hmm. and the mercy of God that, that lots of times we, and I've done this before, I've made a mistake and I feel like, okay, I've got to have three months of like perfect living. Mm-hmm to get back to that place of being able to be used by God. But I don't know where that came from. It's not <laughs> doctrinally sound. Uh, that's society driven, I think. You know or, what I mean? Yeah, or it's, sin conscious yeah, driven. Yeah. It, yeah, it's like self guilt, self condemnation. Yeah, you know, you feel like you've got to earn your way back mm. to, you know, your righteous position. Yeah. But that's not how righteousness works right. at all. You know, it's a gift that's freely been given, yeah. you know, and so we have to just accept, like, all right. 
I've made some unholy choices, right? <laughs> but doesn't mean that I'm not righteous. That yeah. doesn't mean I made an unholy decision. Because there's people that aren't righteous that do holy things. Sure. You know what I mean? They can appear holy, but they're not necessarily righteous. It's true. You know, and we can do holy acts, but that does not necessarily make us holy. Mm, we are, we are righteous, true. and therefore we should pursue holiness yeah. and, and try to live out a holy lifestyle. But just because we mess up doesn't mean we lose who we are. It's an opportunity to correct yeah and be better next time that's around. not how forgiveness works either right. it's instantaneous yeah uh, it, it's just it's purely our flesh and our yeah. own mind that it's like okay i got a penance to pay here mm-hmm. i've got uh if that's the right word is that the right word penance? i, I, think, I think it's it, penance pen- yeah 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 yeah, yeah 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 i you know i was putting sentence and penance <laughs> together and it's like it's a lengthy penance. <laughs> and my sentences run on and on and on so but anyways uh you know god's forgiveness was instant and the mm-hmm. bible says his hair began to grow back. And so we see God doesn't use perfect people. He uses people that are willing to move on. Mm -hmm. And the way we move on is we ask God, number one, forgive us. Yeah. You know, I really messed up and we've got to be good and we've got to be good at doing a couple things. Number one, I think asking God for forgiveness, but Mm -hmm. then forgiving ourselves, you know, I screwed up. I messed up. And this is not Cody and I giving anyone permission to live a rogue lifestyle. We're not encouraging sin or we're not encouraging you to mess up, but we are saying... Highly advising against it, Highly advising (laughs) against Sin destroys, man. It destroys your mentality. It destroys your life. It destroys relationships. So many different things. So, you know, run from sin. I was listening to one minister, and I haven't studied it out to prove it for myself, but he said the only time you see in the Word of God when God says flee something is when it comes to fleeing from sexual sin. Mm. He's like, run away from this. And so we should flee from sin, you know, because he said everywhere else in the Bible it says fight. Hmm. stand against, fight the fight of faith. But when it comes to sexual morality, God said, get away from it. (laughs) Just flee. Don't even try to fight. Just flee from it. Get away from it. And so I need to study that out to confirm because it's just, I don't want to take something a preacher said and make it Which we encourage you all to do, even today, what you're listening to right now. Study it for yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Get rooted in that word of God. But, But anyways, and so forgiving ourselves sometimes can be hard. Mm-hmm. But just strike it up as a new beginning. Yes. And what we were even talking to someone about today, authentically mm-hmm. and genuinely, that's how we move on. Yeah. With genuine forgiveness right. and genuine repentance and authentic in our confession yeah. and omission of our sin. Okay, I messed up. Mm. And not being asking for forgiveness because I got caught. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But asking for forgiveness because I, I want to repent mm-hmm. and I want to go a different direction. Yeah, yeah. And when you come at it with that heart and that sincerity, then you're going to be able to receive his forgiveness. You'll be able to forgive yourself and start this new beginning that we're yeah. talking about and run after the plan of God for your life. And I think true authenticity is truly <laughs> giving all of yourself. Mm to God and truly giving all of yourself to, if there are people, maybe that maybe that's why we're having this conversation today. Maybe there's someone out there that feels like I need a fresh start. You mm. know, I need to start over. Like maybe yeah. that's why we're talking about this. And the best way to do it is yeah. to fully go all in. So true. You know, I was reading uh, the account with the one with the two mites and mm. basically like Jesus was like looking at these, you know, religious people and these rich people and they were just kind of giving out of their abundance and it was just kind of like they were just throwing it in yeah. just to throw it in to, as a as a show as sure. know, to be hey look at what i can do sure. look what i've got right and then this woman she gave her two mites and jesus said she gave all yeah. that she had because of her trust in the lord I and mean, yeah. he didn't say that specifically but that's what was happening he was impressed by that because she trusted in god so mm. much that she was willing to give all that she had mm. and i feel like as believers, we cannot just be at this place of like, all right, 
I'm just going to give a little bit of my time. I'm mm. just going to give a little bit of myself. You know, the, the stuff that doesn't really, it's not on my radar for real. It's just kind of like, if I can have time for it. If, if I get around if to I it. If I get around to it, I might read my Bible. Yeah. If I get around to I it, might I might pray. Church. If sure. I get around to it, if my schedule works out, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll go hang out with God today. You know yeah. what I mean? But yeah, like, yeah. we should be willing to prioritize our relationship with him for this fresh start, yeah. for this fresh beginning, you know, because when you give your life over to God and you say, you, you are my Lord, yeah. you know, we should get to the place of like, all right, I'm all in. Yeah. He is my Lord. Amen. He is the one that should be directing my mm. steps. Mm-hmm. You know, we should actually be listening yeah. for that. You know, I mentioned it last week in the message of, you know, man makes plans, but God gives orders yeah. to the righteous mm. person. Yeah. You know what I mean? And if we're not listening, if we're not giving all of ourselves over to him, we're not going to be able to hear those orders. Yeah. And we need those instructions to be successful in our walk with him. Yeah. And if our plans don't line up with his orders, then something's got to give. Sure. Yeah, and it's exactly. Never, and, it, and it should never be on his end, and it yeah. never will be on his right. end. And so we have to make sure that our plans fall in line with his orders, and mm-hmm. then that's how we'll be successful in him. And uh, I think it's just something that I wonder how many Christians are like non-committed Christians, you know, coming back to this. Probably a lot. (laughs) Yeah. Coming back to this doctrine of discipleship, Mm -hmm. which is very sound doctrine because that's what Jesus talked about. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I just love the definition of a disciple. It's one who obeys the commandments of their teacher. Mm Mm-hmm. And so I want to be a disciple of Jesus. <clears throat> I don't want to disobey his commands. Yeah. I, and, and I found my life to be very fulfilling when I actually obey his commands. And not only is it self-fulfilling, but it, it benefits others. Treat others as I would treat myself. You know, do us to others as I would want done unto me. You know, uh, being, you know, loving towards others and kind towards others and good towards others. And, and there's so many different biblical principles that... As a disciple, we implement those principles. We, we obey those commands. Mm-hmm. We obey his teachings. And when we do, it helps us and it helps everybody around it. But in order for God's word and his orders to be fulfilled, we've got to commit. Mm-hmm. We've got to say, okay, you know, no matter what this cost. Yeah. Uh, and that's, you know, kind of like those, those individuals we were talking about, like Samson he repented and he was willing to move on, but it, it came at a cost. It yeah. cost him his life ultimately. You know, mm. uh, David, he repented and he moved on, but it came at a cost. You know, it affected his family and stuff. Yeah. But I think understanding, you know, and that's why we tell when we've we even said today, avoid sin, yeah. you know, because there is a cost attached sure. to that. Um, just like there's rewards for obedience, there's cost to disobedience. Mm. And we want the rewards. I don't want the cost, yeah, you know. Yeah. And so, but even when it comes to obedience, there's a little bit of cost there too. A sort of self-sacrifice and picking up my cross and putting my flesh under and, and rebuking Robert's desires and making sure I'm following the desires of God. But, you know, so whatever our failures have been, mm-hmm. let's just wipe it clean. Yeah. And say, you know what? A new beginning. I'm mm-hmm. going to ask God for forgiveness. I'm going to forgive myself. And I'm going to let go of these things, yeah. just like the book of Philippians says. I think it's Philippians, right? Cast all uh, things. Cast all, first Peter. I think it's First Peter 5. Ah, it's, it's in there. It's in there. Cast all your cares? For, yeah. Philippians 4, yeah. 6-ish, somewhere in there? Uh, well, I think it's Philippians 4 that says, let go of the things behind you and press on towards the things ahead of you. Uh, no, Philippians 3, 3.13. <laughs> uh, Philippians. Go over to Philippians. Find it for you. <laughs> I will look it up right now. It's Philippians 3.13, I believe. That's pressed towards the mark, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. you got to let go of the things yeah, that are yeah. behind you and press towards the things that are in front of okay. you. And, uh, you know, Philippians 4.13 is you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Uh, which it's all bring, good. Yeah, all good. <laughs> but that brings us to another point. You can't confess that scripture if you're not mm. first walking in obedience to what God's called you yeah. to do. And so many Christians do that. I can do this. I can do all things through yeah. Christ who strengthens me. Well, first of all, you've got to go back to did he tell you to do that? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe him for strength to do something 
if you're not called to do it. If I'm not told to do it. Yeah. <laughs> and so many Christians will do that. Uh, you know, they'll do something they want to do and then they'll say, I can do all things. You know what I mean? It's kind of like uh, uh, the children of Israel in, so in Numbers chapter 14. <laughs> do I still know my face? No, no, you're good. You're good. You're fine. Okay. <laughs> I was just thinking about how the other, the, I guess a couple weeks ago when you were like, <laughs> you're ministering and you're talking, you kind of alluded to that same concept, but you're like, I threw a stick to my dog and he came back with a Frisbee. And he's like, where did you get that? I didn't tell you to go get <laughs> what that. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. So that thought was just running my mind. And so I was laughing. It's I was so <laughs> funny. It's uh, Rachel and I have broken down. <laughs> Christians into three categories, and it's so bad. I don't know if I told you this or not. Give us the three categories of Christians. Okay, and and all of this was learned from my dogs, Parker and oh. Bailey, who I no longer... We are all one particular type of dog. There's three types of dogs. There, there's Parker, who I would throw the Frisbee, which is God's plan, and he would just lay down. <laughs> He'd be like, I'm not doing that. I'm good. <laughs> I'm going to stay right here. And it's like, no, go, dude, get it. And then there's Bailey, and it was a 50-50. I'd throw it out there. Sometimes he comes back with the plan. Sometimes he comes back with his own thing. You know what I mean? And then there's the other Christian, which is the best one. Every time God tells us to do something, we go out and do it. And then we come back for the next marching orders. You know what I mean? So, but anyways, um, I forget. Oh yeah. So numbers (laughs) chapter 14. No, you remember this example. It's it's important to to do this. You got to do what God's told you to do Mm -hmm. uh, because that's where faith is. Mm -hmm. You know, you have faith to be a youth pastor because that's what God has told you to do. Your wife has faith to be a teacher because that's what God has told her to do. You know, and I think lots of times we do things, we, God throws the Frisbee and we go out there and we get a stick and then we believe God to make it work in the Mm -hmm. middle of it. And God's like, I never asked you to do any of that. Mm -hmm. And so therefore all these other scriptures will not work. Yeah. And so it's like the children of Israel when they're out there in Numbers chapter 14 and God told them to go into the promised land and then they came up with all the excuses, right? Mm-hmm. We're grasshoppers in their sights. We can't do this. They, they have walls with chariots and we don't have any chariot. Whatever the excuses were. And so God got angry and yeah. he was like, all right, then you stay in the wilderness. And then they repented and they're like, okay, we repented. Now let's go take the, <laughs> the, the promised land. And God's like, well you've done lost that you can't have faith for the promised land anymore you mm. got to stay where i told you to stay now oh, wow and so they can't just go off of what he said to do first and then be like we can do this all things through christ who strengthens us let's take the promised land but god's up in heaven he's like no mm. you failed there and you repented yes but the plan changed because yeah. you didn't go where i told you to go and you didn't do what i told you to do and i think sometimes as christians we do the same thing we'll be following god's plan and then something will come up mm. And we'll make excuses and we'll do this and we'll do that. And because of that, it alters yeah. what we're now capable of doing. Mm. And so God gives us new direction and then we repent and we get a hold of it. And then we start quoting scriptures to go the direction that he initially told yeah. us that is no longer the path. Mm-hmm. And so we have to be sure. And this is where it comes <clears> to <throat> making sure we hear from God every day. Yeah, yeah. Because like Romans 10 talks about faith comes by hearing and mm-hmm. hearing the word of God. Every day you've got to hear from God. Yeah. What is your plan for my life mm-hmm. today? Yeah, yeah. And when you know that, that's knowing the will of God. Right. Now you can have faith to accomplish that. Right. But if it's not his plan, there is no faith to accomplish that. And this is where a lot of Christians get frustrated with right. the message of faith because they've heard these principles of faith. Well, I'm just going to confess it until it's mine. Mm. Well, did he say it's yours? Yeah, that's really good. Let's start there. Yeah, yeah. You know, and if he didn't say it's yours, then you can confess all you want. 
it's just not going to happen. Right. You know what I mean? That'd be like somebody using their faith for and, my house or your job. <laughs> yeah. You know, this is the will of God. Well, well, this is the will of God for Cody. You yeah, yeah. can't override the will of God for Cody because you have a confession of faith. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Your your confession of faith can only begin with actually you knowing what God has told you to do. Mm. And I think a lot of people just get it twisted and we, we get off course and, and, and we've all done it. But when we come back to God and we repent like Samson and like David, then we must revisit with God and say, okay, is this still the plan? Yeah, yeah. And if not, what are my new orders? <clears throat> yeah, like, like you just that. said. Yeah. And we get the marching orders and then now we can have faith yeah, yeah. to do those marching orders, whatever they may be. But we have to understand that maybe our decisions have altered some things here and now we need to go back to God and see if this is still the direction or if there's a new direction and when, whether that's still the direction or whether it's a new direction, once you hear from God, now you can have faith for it. Yeah. And that's it, you know? Yeah. So the new beginning, you just got to find out what is that. Right. And then once you know from God, now you can put your faith on it. Now you can bring it to pass with yeah. him. Mm. But you can't just get out there and try to fight for what was. Yeah. Unless he says that's still the plan. Yeah, yeah. You got to get with God every day, find out the plan, and then do it. Yeah. And I Boom. feel like I want to encourage somebody <clears throat> with that too. Like Love with this new beginning, uh, you know, we live by faith, not by sight. Mm. And so if this is a new beginning for you, it might look hard. Yeah. It might seem hard. It might seem scary. But... God has called you into this. Yeah. God has called you and appointed you for such a time as this. Mm. You know, you are meant to be here on purpose, for a purpose, so for true. your life. And so yeah. taking this new beginning seriously and saying like, look, it might be difficult. It might look hard, but I can do all things through That's Christ right. who yeah, strengthens yeah, yeah. me. I can do this because God has called me to it. And what is great. And once what you is, know what it is. Yeah. Once you know what it is. And just if, if you mess up tomorrow, the next day you can yeah. start over. Yeah, yeah. Your performance does not undo God's performance, yeah. Jesus' performance on your life. There's always a new beginning every single day. Just take it seriously and hear from God. Go to God, hear yeah, from God, and amen. do what he says. That's what Pastor every Mark day. said uh, in one of his sermons a few weeks ago. He, he was like, people want to know the secret of how we do it. He said, pray, hear from God, do what he says. That's like, right. Be in. So like, simple. So simple. And, mm. and so that, that's what we encourage you guys to do. In this new beginning, pray to God. Amen. Hear from God Amen. because you will hear from God. You will. Those that 100%. pray hear. That's right. And let, at least as long as you stop to listen, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know that's true. Pray to God, hear from God, and then just do what He says. That's it. That's the that's the key. That's, that's the, the secret answer. to success in life. The, the secret, secret sauce. To, the, the sauce. <laughs> that is the sauce, bro. Yeah. That's that's the key to happiness, both spiritually and naturally. Just get in the face of God in a respectful and reverential way. Get yeah. in the face of God. Find out what He has for you to do, and then just do it. Yeah. And, you know, you've been hitting on this a lot of uh, the past couple weeks and even just like personally, we might hit on it and on like our last little thing, but, uh, you know, you've been all about like how we need to be more reverential yes. about God. And he has struck that chord in my heart and it's rubbing off on me too, yes. which, is, which is great. And it's beautiful and it's amazing because I don't feel and maybe it's just because I spent a lot of time with you and I'm just echoing what you've been <laughs> saying, but it's just like, I don't feel like people do truly respect God. They mm. don't truly understand who he really True. is. And mm. this whole thing of like, you know, Jesus is Lord. Like yeah. let him be Lord. Amen. See him as Lord. So yeah. uh, I'm just I'm I'm just that's ready. Such a good starting point. Yes. And, and that's coming back to the church yes. as a whole. And I believe even our church and our youth ministry, it's coming back to a reverence for God. He's he has struck that chord in me. And so and it starts with us as individuals. Yeah. It starts with you. It starts with me. Like he's even gotten to the point where like during a service, I won't even touch my cell phone mm. because I'm just like, okay, I'm in this moment with Jesus. Yeah, yeah. 
and I don't want to disrespect this moment with him. Yeah. So I'm not even going to text. I'm not going to check social media. I'm not going to do any. And it's difficult for me because on Sundays we're working and sure. sometimes people are like, hey, right. have you seen this? Or I need you to do this or whatever it may be. But like, I'm just, let me just be here with God. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's a form of reverence. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not putting my phone before him. Yeah. I'm not putting anything before. I'm just in this moment with Jesus. And when yeah. you're in that moment with Jesus, he can do so much, mm-hmm. right? The reason why he doesn't do stuff when we're at church and he doesn't do stuff in our lives is because we're really not truly in that moment with mm-hmm. him. We're, we're thinking about what we're doing after church or we're in the moment with our phone mm-hmm. on Snapchat or TikTok or whatever. Um, and we just need to be in that moment with Jesus. And when we get in the moments with Jesus, everything else that's outside of that moment will begin to take care. He can now take yeah. care of that stuff. Yeah, yeah. But it starts with being sincere and genuine in those moments with him. Right. And I don't believe we'll ever be sincere and genuine in those moments with him if we don't respect him. Yeah, I think that comes back to uh, the beginning. Like, we just need to have an authentic, <clears throat> true yeah. desire yeah. in our relationship with God. With this new beginning, even if you're not starting over, you know what I mean? Just in, yeah. your, just in this moment, you know, mm. try to make it a point. Like, even in this podcast right now, like, be present with what God's trying to talk yeah, to you about. Yeah, you know, yeah. maybe God is telling this to you right now, yeah. listener. You know, I don't yeah. know, I don't know what's going on in your life, but like God is always trying to mm. get something to the believer. And yeah, and I feel true. like we need to be on alert. Yeah. We need to be on guard. We need to be on the ready to to yeah. be quick to hear. Yeah. You know what God is trying to say, and that comes with having a respect mm. and an understanding that the Lord, the creator of the universe, the most high, the, the one true God yeah. that created everything cares about you Amen. and wants good things for your life. And I just feel like if everyone could grab a hold of that, we would be so much better off. Yeah. And it's and, almost like it's, it's, it's like there's good and bad, right? With this dis- dispensation of grace that, you know, it's, it's like in the old covenant, I was reading in numbers 18 where he was talking to Aaron uh, the high priest, and, and he was telling Aaron how to take care of the tabernacle, and there was so much reverence. Mm. And he was like, you need to tell these people from the tribe of Levi, the Levites, exactly what to do, because if they mismanage this at all, they will be struck dead. Mm. They need to have such a reverence for the tabernacle and for the ark and for the for all this that you're in charge of, and if they don't reverence it, it's going to cost them their lives. So take this serious. Yeah. And we lost some of that in this new dispensation because now – only the high priest and certain people had access, so there was a reverence to it. Now that we have unlimited access, I feel mm. like sometimes it gets taken advantage of. Yeah. And it's like, I can come and go as I please, and sure. yada, yada, yada. They, they really reverenced it because they understood, you know, okay, this is a big deal. Right. And just getting back to that. Yeah, yeah. Not that we're going to get struck dead if we mismanage it, right, thank right. God. But just having that reverence, like, oh, my gosh, I'm taking care of God's business mm-hmm. right now here with God. Yeah, yeah. And I think we've we've made him so natural. Mm -hmm. And like one thing he's been taking me on this journey, he is so supernatural. Yeah. Yeah. He is the almighty God Mm -hmm. who created everything I see. Yeah. Like he blows my mind. Yeah, dude. Like I'm going to be talking about it on Sunday during the tithes and offering in Matthew seven, where it talks about, he takes care of the lilies and the birds and, and, and he'll take care of you if you seek ye first. Yeah. Yeah. Matthew six. Yeah. yeah. Right. (laughs) Yeah. I said Matthew seven. Yeah. Matthew six. But what's crazy about that is just, just receive this for a moment. He in all, like, just let this, how much God wants to take care of you. Right. Right. If you'll seek him first, Mm -hmm. he literally inspires wind to blow sand from the Sahara Desert, from the continent of Africa, 
all the way to the continent of Latin America to get the minerals needed for the Amazon forest so to wild. grow. So that wild. is 6,000 miles. That's so cool. And if he's willing to blow sand <laughs> 6,000 miles for a tree, for a tree, <laughs> what is he willing to do for his people? Right. And, and, so and, and look at how mighty that is. He can move sand 6,000 miles so a tree can survive. I mean, if that doesn't support intelligent design and the, and the fact that there's a creator, no man can do that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Evolution can't do that. A big bang theory can't do it. That is God almighty that's yeah. doing that. And it so inspired me. And wow. If he's willing to take care of a flower in that capacity, how much more does he want to take care of me? So good. And if we'll just grab a hold of that. And, and then I started looking at it this way. Well, well, what, what's he got to, what's the wind moving my direction to supply mm. for me? What's he sent in my direction Dang. to get me what I need? Dang. You know what I mean? What, what is the spirit of God blowing Robert's direction? All the minerals and resources I need to flourish in this life. If he wants plants to flourish, you've got to know he wants his people to flourish. So good. You know what I mean? So just grab a hold of how much God wants to take care of you and how much he wants to nourish you and supply for you and provide for you and make sure that you have all that you need. And that's where we get these scriptures like, my God shall supply all my needs yeah, yeah. according to his riches and his glory. He moves sand 6,000 miles. Yeah. <laughs> Just, and it, you know so what I mean? Rad. And how can you not have a reverence for that type of person? Yeah, dude. <laughs> how Man. can you not respect that? How can you not be in awe of that? <laughs> you know what I mean? I can barely throw sand from here to your face. You know, <laughs> I mean, I'm just in awe of God. I, and, and I want you guys to go with us. <laughs> I, I feel like we've been going really long here, but it's, fine. it's just interesting that like, you know, you're talking <clears throat> about the wind, but like, <clears throat> that's why the Holy Spirit is so yes. evident, bro, because it was like a mighty rushing wind <clears throat> in the room, you know? <clears throat> and now it's like, we don't have to wait for the wind because the yeah. wind lives within mm. us. You know what I mean? Like <clears throat> it's just so wild that God can use such a natural way of explaining things, but also yes. use it yes. in our spiritual walk with yes. him. Like you need the wind of God. Yeah. You need the spirit of God living within you, mm. breathing within you. Um, you know, that is vital to receive the resources that yeah. you're talking about. And so <clears throat> spiritual and natural. And yeah. when the wind of God blew on them in that upper room, they had everything they needed to go out. Yep. And minister. So good. Because the resources spiritually right and naturally <laughs> were just, and everything fell in place after yeah, that. Dude. You know what I mean? Just God is amazing. Yeah, man. He's amazing. Let Never downplay the awesomeness of the God that you serve. Amen. Just grow in that. So good. Read a book by Francis Chan called Crazy Love. Mm. And he just expands on the universe mm. and just keeps going out and out and out. And it just blows your mind. That is the God that we serve. So good. And so he's just awesome. So a new beginning for new you, beginning. for us, for a for lot of people, talk. for the for the podcast, a new <laughs> beginning. The pod talk. The pod talk. <laughs> Season two, baby. Season two. Yeah. Mm. So get out there, put your best foot forward, listen to the wind of God that's <laughs> throwing resources at you right now. <laughs> It's going to be a good year. It, amen. It's going to be a good I year. I receive that. Yes, sir. It's be great. So huh. you guys, uh, let's, let's, let's touch back in a year from now, hear what God did for you. <laughs> See you in a year. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, let us know what God's doing in your life, though. Right? Season three is yeah. a long way to <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going to unplug before it gets too crazy. All right. We love you guys. We'll see you guys on the next one. Bye. Bye. Bye.